shadow. In the recent sitting, a solution to a work problem presented itself to me in my thoughts. Um, I knew exactly what are the steps I should take, what are the resources I could use to overcome the work problem. And the, presentation, the whole process of presentation has a beginning and an end. I was not drifted away in the thoughts. I wonder, is this still called, considered as uh, awareness? But it's because you had awareness that the mind is clear and then the right thought and the wisdom presents itself. Shadow, over the, over the days uh, sitting, so sometimes when I sit, uh, and the sitting is very well, I mean, I mean with awareness, and when I notice somebody moves or makes some noise, my mind begins to compare. You know, oh, I'm very good, you know, I'm sitting very well, and the guy is moving, you know. So there's a kind of ego kind of uh, feeling come out. But I know it's conceit, no? so I recognize conceit. And when I hear more people making noise, even bigger, the conceit even gets bigger. Then at times when I don't meditate very well, when I couldn't meditate, the same thing I felt, oh, I'm not doing so well compared to others. Look at others sitting so still and I'm moving. And I, I still recognize there's still conceit you know, in me. You know? But uh, I'm aware of the conceit, Shadow, but how to deal with it, Shadow? ตัวไหนๆไทยน่ะเมียเนี่ยตะชาลุหลุกชาล่ะรู้บ่รู้สวยตุเสกไล่ชินเนี่ยเนี่ยโหตุรอเตกกองๆไทยโหตุรอเน
ဟာဒီဟာဒီဟာဒီဟာဒီဟာဒီဟာဒီဟာဒီဟာဒီဟာဒီဟာဒီဟာဒီဟာဒီဟာဒီဟာဒီဟာဒီဟာဒီဟာ
earlier the misunderstanding was because I thought the moment to moment the staying with the uh, sensation was nothing. So I, I was trying to skip that, that stage. So that was the wrong, that was the error. So now when I stay with just that and be comfortable, I find that all the senses opens and then I begin to see things and mm. everything becomes clear. I, I'm so thankful. Yeah. More, you can see more. And yeah. last night, when when I felt like for again for the several times when I sat and really I could see the sensation in the sitting, I find like sitting cross-legged very difficult. But I can do it this this retreat many times. In fact, I test it. Even I test like last time when I don't feel the pain, I'm like very scared to open the eyes in case like the pain will come. But now I can test it again and again and again and it's it's just yeah, it's just there. I can feel the sensation and really no pain. And really everything becomes easy, you know, and I feel like really when I go back I have a good idea how to practice and I'm very thankful. And last night too I felt great thanks for my teachers. One is here, one is at home. Both are with Sador, and I'm, they are the ones who introduced this teaching to me. And I'm so glad that I've been practicing because of the practice now, I can see the difference, the wrong and the right. Thanks so much. <laughs> Yeah, this is the most important thing, no, to know how to practice correctly. That is the most important thing. Shadow always says that the first wisdom that we need is the wisdom of understanding how to practice correctly before we can develop other wisdom. Sayadaw, how much can we trust instincts or intuition? Intuition. Instinct ne intuition ga. เอ่อบลูคอมเลยอินสติ๊งอินสติ๊งกะอุปมาบาวจอกติ๊นเนรุบารุอ่ะอุปมาเอ่อมิ้วจอกจอกตายอ่ะอะไรอินสติ๊ง
was walking, I heard sound. Then the mind was judging, uh, judging, and then I, then the next mind was saying, no, no. Uh, it's like cause and effect running. Oh, that was, that was. Uh, uh, it sort of tells me it's like cause and effect. So it's uh, the the next mind was um, not prepared for the answer. Like cause and effect. I mean, so what is cause and what is effect? That's the sound. The cause, the effect is the thinking. Okay. Uh, yeah. And, and then during meal time. The mind was judging the porridge, and then the next, and then the mind realized it's like it just arises by itself. A few moments after that, when I about to sit and about to eat, the mind says there's no one eating. So it's uh, yeah. So after that, it was quite emotional. Quite emotional. Uh, the mind was sort of just saying that, yeah, after that, after what I saw initially. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I want to ask um, because I've done uh, it's like a skeleton contemplation, so yesterday when I saw someone's face, I the mind was actually putting that face uh, into a skeleton. I mean, you know, like, so I just want to ask that. Ask what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'm used to uh, putting that face into a skeleton kind of thing. Uh, so what do you want to ask? Whether you can do that? Yeah, whether I can do that. To what? Maniya, to loba. Motwere, moyure. เจ้าด้วยเลยเจ้าอยู่เลยตุสิกะเปียวเลยเลยตะลอบอ่ะตะดีทาสรอนอกเสร็จตะกั่วเมเลยเลยลอบอ่ะบาเลยเลยพี่
turning faces into skeletons and all because that's imagination you're actually conceptualizing so just just stick to satipatthana don't do the funny stuff yeah it's better if you recognize that looking is happening seeing is happening okay okay I have a question but a, a thought that came to mind if if it's all the mind that we have or rather the mind and there is no self, then the thought that came to mind, wouldn't, wouldn't it be best, like a peaceful form of euthanasia or assisted suicide would be the best way to, to end this? Because I don't have this feeling right now, but I'm asking just in case in the future. <laughs> so... Yeah. Um, from what I understand about the teaching is the mind and there's no self, right? And I think a lot of times we are afraid of... No, no, no. Sarah says the main teaching is not no self. The main teaching is to understand what is this mind and body that we are experiencing. Okay? Okay. Uh, understood too. If we really understood the nature of the body and the mind, then we we would just let it be as it is. The body will die naturally. We would just let it do that. Anyway, Namarupa is dying all the time, constantly, arising and passing away is no death. Namarupa is mind and materiality and physicality, actually. Yeah. Got that wrong man- mentality and physicality. Mental Not ma- material versus mental, yeah. Okay. If you can kill someone, Sierra says, it's because there's a person there. That's why you can kill somebody, even if it's yourself. Yeah, because, I mean, I, I do have the fear, I still have the fear of death. So um, I'm just curious, you know, through this thing, if you, if you are aware enough and and you know, eventually lose the fear of death, just curious what would happen. Oh, fear of death, you're taking my job. Those are. If you lose the fear of death, which is wisdom, then you're free. Anything can happen and it's okay. Yeah, you won't. Yeah. Thank you. with the um, instruction yesterday and right through to yesterday night, the mind was clear, more relaxed. And this morning when I woke up, I realized that the clarity continued. So much so that when I take shower this morning, actually, I know that the mind knows everything. The mind actually knows what to do next. 
Um, instead of don't know, but actually the mind knows. Uh, this morning at the uh, dining hall, uh, there was no greed. The mind just want to take two pieces of bread and some fruits, that's it. As I ate, I checked whether there was hunger. No, no, no hunger. But when I saw the yogi in front of me and next to me were having porridge and when they eat, it's as though they, it was very nice. Somehow, this one thing to eat the porridge arises in the mind. I saw that. Then I checked. The, no hunger. Actually, I finished eating the bread, finished eating the fruits. No hunger. But it's just this uh, talk. Just want to go and try. Just, I say, ah, this must be what Seado said, greed. Actually, I seldom see greed. I sat there thinking that if I sit with this feeling to see what will happen, thinking that from the sharing from other yogis that when they watch Greek, Greek go away, but it didn't. <laughs> it just didn't. Shero says when we, when we watch, we have to be careful. We are also thinking about what we are watching and then it will not go away. You know, we must watch only the feeling, for example, and not allow the thoughts to keep running uninhibited. Yeah. Yeah, because when, when there's greed, the mind is thinking in ways that are greedy. It's feeding the greed. All the thoughts are, are encouraging the greed, are, are thinking in ways that make you keep wanting, right? But so if we keep allowing those thoughts to think, the greed will just keep growing. You see, you seeing greed, Siarosas, it's a, such a good opportunity. It doesn't have to go away. This is your chance to understand greed. So why are you waiting for it to go away? <laughs> we have the wrong concept. A lot of yogis have the wrong concept. They think that if they watch something, it must go away. That's not the idea of the practice. If there are the right conditions for the whatever is arising to pass away, it will, it will to stop. It will stop, but but if the conditions are not there for it to stop, it will continue. This is the habit of our whole life, Seattle says. We look at what other people do and we think they look like it. They look like they're enjoying themselves. We think, oh, it must be enjoyable too. Oh, let's go and try it. Seattle says it's like, you know, the mind has already made an independent decision ahead, right? It's like, it's going to do it this way and, you know, it's fine now. And then it looks at somebody else and, oh, maybe that's better, you know, maybe I should try that. And we've done that all our lives, he said. Yeah. yeah, it's like the mind is afraid that it's getting left behind. It doesn't get to experience that sensation too, you know. It's, yeah, that, that's greed, Siyadra says. All our lives we have this, yeah. This morning, I'm actually able to sense it. 
but of course uh, with the wrong info that it must go away so but it did go away how it went away was and I stood up to go and take some porridge just two spoonful <laughs> actually well, release like, I can like, see the contrast release I remember I was like the zone the zone the light and I said hey lojin ni da yo wa da me dikai ran lo ba ma pyao so tu ma ti u lojin ni da ba pyao wa ra ah lojin ni da tu lojin ni ya sik ni ne ngei wa ngei no ra pyao to ra ma ho bu yes that says you know the difference is what you saw get relieved is the desire to get but it's not the end of the loba so the mind that that tension in the mind has relaxed because the greed has got what it wants but that's not the end of greed Yeah so you do, you don't see the greed you you just saw the tension relax greed got what it wanted so it it sort of relaxed a bit imagine if you you should try not to feed the greed and you see how strongly greed will demand from you how much tension it can create in the mind i'll try it next time <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it will be a challenge yeah, I, right, I, right. I, I mean we've lived our whole lives like this of course these habits are strong in the mind. Now, even buying things we see somebody else has a water bottle with you oh that might be good to have you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> we already have a water bottle but we look at the other water bottle oh it would be nice to have that one <laughs> <laughs> well, our whole lives we follow what other people do other than our husband all other husbands are fine Sayado <laughs> <laughs> uh, I really I really uh, don't know how to express this after hearing what they said um, uh, is it correct for me to say that Uh, certain views <laughs> certain views or certain programs in this SEO said this big computer it is being corrected slowly without my realizing it until at one point it was shown or revealed and the learning was just beautiful is it possible that i didn't really notice that it's gradual i didn't see it the chunya ni ya re ko wa ko nyan phit la ma mati u tu a chu pe ya taw raw chi ma o di nyan tu phit la re so ra ti de a lo phit nai la re phit nai na bo da nyan yin de ba wa ma yin ni de lo yeah this is the nature of wisdom ya raw so sometimes we're not familiar with the workings of wisdom so because it's unfamiliar we don't notice that it's at work ဒီကရိုက်တာရစတိကိုနားမလဲဒီယာဘီကောစ်လာစ်ယက်စတာဒေအက်ဒီ 6:00 
It's like that with all the different qualities of mind, even anger, you know. Um, we don't recognize anger when it's very subtle. I won't use the word anger, dosa. We won't recognize dosa when it's very subtle. We recognize when it's really big enough for us to identify it as anger and what we usually experience, but we don't see it when it, it's subtle beginnings initially. Yeah. Something that um, a lot of uh, yogis, not just yogis, like I think people in general, you know, we have uh, a misconception about Siyadosas is um, in Burmese they even have a word for it, they call it Karuna doso, you know, like Karuna dosa. It's sort of like when someone says that they want children to be good, so out of compassion for the child and for the child's good, they are angry with the child so that the child will learn. But Siara says that's a misconception. Dosa is dosa, and you know, Karuna is Karuna. Compassion is um, completely different, but they are called near enemies, right? So, yeah, the compassion bit, the wholesome bit, is actually very pure and should feel very wholesome and, and does feel feel very wholesome. The, the dosa bit is just dosa. Yeah. So now, as Seado said, the training camp is going to close. Now I'm going to be thrown into the competition world. So that is another challenge. Competition world is more real. More real. Uh, Seado, this morning uh, I discovered that the tongue can taste. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes, without time, you cannot know this. Yeah, very funny, yeah. All this while I've been eating, and, and this morning I discovered the tongue taste. Because the tongue was here. But that was here. On the tongue, there is what is called the pasada rupa, and the pasada rupa is what senses taste. It's a tasting object, whatever. <laughs> And uh, Zedo, my question is on my practice. Uh, since yesterday, I'm able to have a frequent, consistent sitting. And I have been observing. Of course, there is uh, mental clarity, but uh, somehow I feel that uh, there's still a lot of wanting to collect dust, but very little dust. It's as if I'm not learning anything. So sometimes I, I feel that you know uh, I can sit you know, very consistently for a long time, but there's no learning, so you know, it tend to lose the drive in wanting to meditate. <laughs> When you can sit more, more wisdom is going to arise. <laughs> when, you, when you have more samadhi, so the cause effect is opposite. When you have more samadhi, it enables you to sit longer. That's all. That's all. <laughs> it's not the ability to sit that determines the ability to gain wisdom. And expectation is the worst enemy of wisdom, right? Expectation prevents wisdom from arising regardless of what posture you're in. When you are eating, were you expecting to discover taste happens on the tongue? No. That's why it arose.
Remember things like that. How unexpected wisdom is. What was you, how simple the mind is before that. The moment we are like waiting for wisdom, it like doesn't come anymore. It's shy. Wisdom shy. You can't look out for it. Wisdom is always unexpected. I'm aware of this. That's the reason why I feel, you know, at times in the practice, I feel very disappointed because in the past it would be, you know, rejoicing when there is mental clarity. Wow, okay, I appreciate it. But now it's like there is so much wanting of wisdom to learn something new about the mind. So that's why the disappointment comes in, you know. So this is your objects now. It's greed and disappointment. Haven't passed the exam yet. That's why still coming the same test again and again. Until we really understand craving and aversion in the practice, not the things that we observe. The craving and the aversion comes into the motivation to practice. He says we can't go forward, so we must learn to watch those. The simplicity with which we are practicing, like when you discovered the tongue tastes, right? That, that, that beginner's mind. I have a look for that is a kind of wisdom too, that kind of simplicity. It says, Seattle says, it's like when the mind is so simple, that is so pure, which means it is free of as many defilements as possible, that's when wisdom arises. There's even a whole book called Beginner's Mind, you know. <laughs> yes. That's how important it is. Yeah. It's like every time we have an insight, if we would reflect on it, we will always see again and again the process that led to the insight and how simple the mind was at that time. If we begin to realize this process and understand how it works, we stop hoping because we see that hope gets in the way. Sado, I want to ask about the period before falling asleep and falling asleep. So yesterday night before going to bed, the mind was quite alert. So... Um, I set I set up the mind. Well, the mind was curious to check because the past few nights before sleeping, it has that habit of getting caught in thoughts because mindfulness goes down and then it's off guard and then relaxes and then I just play around with thoughts and then it takes a long time to fall asleep and that happens in daily life too. So then when previous nights was like that, then so last night the mind was alert, so I. It was interested to check this process. So rather than uh, going to sleep, it says something like, let's be mindful while falling asleep. So it was very mindful and it was alert. Then I couldn't fall asleep. But I could know that how I was playing with the thoughts, like uh, when it became a thought I was involved in, it kind of became like a daydream, nightdream kind of thing. And then I went back to being mindful and I knew the body was tossing and turning and this and that. But I, I couldn't really sleep the deep sleep. 
and some somewhere I was like losing in mindfulness or something. Yeah. says you can do that, and it may feel like you're not falling asleep, but you will get enough sleep. Just don't worry about it. You won't be tired. It's only the worried, worried mind that will make you tired. So if you don't worry, you won't be tired the next morning. Being mindful doesn't make you tired. Yeah. says one time he took two cans of Red Bull, he couldn't sleep. <laughs> Because he went, he, he drank it before he went to sleep. So of course he kept him awake. Then he he was awake, and it's but you know it's his habit to be aware when you know even as he's going to sleep. He's just just mindful all night. He said, and he says it's like before the mind falls asleep, it it will just keep thinking. So he's just aware of thinking, and then it became morning. He said it didn't even feel like it took long, you know, and he was fine the next morning. He was fine. Just want to check that. We don't let the mindfulness relax even when we fall asleep, right? Yeah. Well, mindfulness, no. You can relax the mindfulness, but not stop being mindful. Do you know what I mean? Like, you can... Don't put so much energy into it. Yeah, so it's, it's being mindful. Not doing mindful, so being mindful, not, so it's relaxed, and and if you just let the mindfulness be naturally, it will sort of slowly fade away and into sleep. Saido, I just want to um, relate my experience that I have here because I'm so glad I I made it to this retreat. For me, is is my searching for myself that I've been feeling as though I'm going a turbulent. Like the ups and downs, it, it keeps happening, and now I have got all the answers. I find that the practice of moment-to-moment awareness during this retreat has actually taught me many lessons, especially when it's continuous, like nine days retreat. I've never been to one that's long, so I've been to three days, but I can't see that much, you know, and there's a lot of uh, talking involved, which I find now... I, I thought I'm someone that can never keep quiet, but I, I did much of it here, and I find that I'm ready for a silent retreat. If there's one that's total silence, I just told my roommate that I, I believe now I can do it, you know. I, I need that, that kind of thing. So I've come to realize that um, all these years of my life, I'm, I'm already 40 plus, I have been too busy with so many things and engrossed in the external activities in my life that I've never cared for myself. I realized in this retreat that myself, even though there is no self, is mind, but uh, in a worldly way, I, I find the self here has to be really, um, um, ha- has to, I, I really have to recognize this self, which is made out of so many minds. Mm-hmm. And um, because I thought this self is just one, but it's not one. I've discovered and I've seen so many minds in me. It shocked me over the months that when I see it. And Which mind is you? None of them is actually <laughs> okay. me because it keeps going. And, and that's why when initially I actually I, I saw it in a very early practice without knowing that I'm practicing. I, I just have info and I got it. So then I wonder, how, what am I seeing? Because I don't have enough info. 
But after a while of sharing with some senior yogis and asking them what's happening to me, I found out in the garden one day that I just sat down, you know, and everything came to me that I don't have to do anything if the timing is right or whatever uh, we call it conditions are right. Because I have tasted that because I sat there. I didn't do anything. But it's just the attitude that is right, perhaps, that got me to see that even when I'm listening to talks, it's already starting to meditate. And when I found this, Sayadaw, yesterday only I read this in your book. I honestly have these two books. But I did not read everything. And I was like too shocked that I have to express it today that I have this experience before reading that book. I find now that my faith has been reaffirmed because it's like it's the same frequency. Uh, you know, it's like when you know someone and you have the same frequency. And I say I, I'm shocked because these things are what I've discovered that you don't meditate when you meditate. When you listen, it's already there. If you have that awareness, the info has gone in. Once the info has gone in with the right attitude, you, everything starts to reveal by itself very clearly because there's this spaciousness that is very open. So I, I really have to share this, though I know it's lengthy because I'm truly shocked that uh, why am I here? I kept asking those days, why am I here? What am I doing on this earth? You know, sometimes, you know, what's the purpose in my life? So this retreat has taught me so many things. One of the most important things is I've been searching for the purpose of my life. And what I discovered here, Sayadaw, I'm so thankful is that there's nothing to achieve anymore in the worldly world. In fact, the wisdom will lead. Because like every answers that come to my space, someone is doing the job for me, something is doing the job for me. I did not seek that answer, unexpectedly it came to me. And I'm sure if I continue with this practice, somehow it will lead me to something that I'm meant to be in this while I'm still alive, you know. And there's nothing for me to really search, and I've been controlling this life for so long, interfering with all this that I've been watching these few days. I realize where my suffering comes from, Sayadaw. My suffering comes from my interfering, resisting, controlling, wanting, things otherwise than what the mind is showing me. I've been rejecting it whole life of mine, you know, trying to correct everything that's my inherent nature that's coming out instead of observing. And every time I go to any retreat, Sayadong, I would think of all my life problems that I'm going to post because I need to settle my home issues. What's bugging me? Yesterday, I tried to come up because I said, it's the last day, it's the last day. What else, you know? Then it hit on me, Sayadong, all my stories in my life, if I were to ask you about my husband, my kids, my what am I going to do, or what am I going to achieve, what else am I going to They are all only stories, really stories, you know, Sayadol. If I can just be at the retreat to d build this awareness in me, if I'm so diligent in that, in watching everything that's right in front of me and handle it, the storyline... It's really nothing because every storyline comes with a defilement. It is the defilement that is the object. It is not the content of my story. It's like someone triggers me, what do I do, blah, blah, blah. I realize it's not the story. It is my defilement that I have to see. So everything just has no more questions for me because any time now, Sayadaw, I'm so thankful. If I'm down, if I go back, if I'm sad, if I sink, if I feel depressed, if I feel angry... It is because that moment, 
came in because I lost my awareness. If I had my awareness, this story, these problems, these issues will not arise because I would have seen it objectively. And this is my challenge because um, this is what we always feel in. I always feel during the retreat as well, when I lose it, I realize something triggers me. But the moment it triggers me, I realize that was the point I lost my awareness then. Just seconds ago or minutes ago, I've lost it. That's why it triggered me because when I am paying attention so much on being mindful, in fact, those things are, it's not the big thing anymore because so concentration is more, I mean not concentration, the attention is more on the inside. It's not on the person or on the door or on the foot or anything, but it's my defilements. So thank you very much, Sayadaw. And uh, I think with this... So, so with this, um, I think, yeah, because every time I see your books, when I see something that's, that hits me, like what I experience, I don't know why, but I've got this like a puppet excitement or eagerness. And I know I have to watch that because, because I felt that I got it, I got it, you know. And it got me excited and I'm watching it and I said maybe I should not express it so much here and taking so much time but I know I have to let this run as well because I just want to affirm my 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 practice as well with Sayadaw. Mm. Yeah, I'm watching it. Yeah, so yeah, keep going. <laughs> เอ่อเยจีดาเราหมดดาเมะเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่
maybe I understood of the samadhi is stillness and just stay on one object. So how could develop if we practice like that? ก็เพื่อดีๆไปมาเลยอโลกะสิกะอโลกติญาณนี่แหละเพี้ยตาเรอโกโลผิดแต่ผิดแต่เปียวแต่ผิดแต่เปียวแต่ตัวตูลาไ
I mean, then I assume there is wrong view and wrong attitude, but then I try to find it. I think that is the wrong thing to do because I'm trying to apply wisdom and it doesn't work. He says you need to observe, be aware, right? So you be aware of what there is. So either you yeah, either be aware of the feeling which is present with, with the, the defilement at that time. Um, if you can see the wrong view, you can observe that nature or the wrong... If you can't see it, it's fine. Then you just know that you don't know that and you know, be aware of the feelings. But be aware, Seattle says, don't think about what is something that you, don't, you can't see. Right? Yeah, because don't, don't put in our assumptions, right? In in Burmese, um, to look at something directly is to put your assumptions in is so don't put in, just directly watch, okay? Yeah, because I, I mean, I seem to learn it the hard way because somehow, but to me, it becomes so random that when, when the mind clear again, then all the answer came in. Oh, these were the wrong attitude. Actually, I observe as I come out of every meditation, I'm already judging, mm. comparing with mm. the previous. So, of course, I will suffer like there was already the one thing, the same kind of uh, clear mind and all that. So, ตัวอัศจรรย์เลยเลยเลยเลยเลยเลยเลยเลยเลยเลยเลยเลยเลยเลยเลยเลยเลยเลยเลยเลยเลยเลยเลยเลยเลยเลยเลยเลยเลยเ
in the past I'll be like creating a lot of storylines, but this time uh, remembering all the instructions, I just question and let it be. But the feeling of anger was still like underlying there. There's restlessness, uh, impatient mind coming up. So again, I just ask questions to myself, why are these impatient mind coming up? There were expectations of answers. And I think it's because underlying all this noticing of aversion, with awareness, sometimes no awareness, somehow that underlying that there is still this expectation of finding a result, which I didn't realize in the first earlier days. Only lately then, I mean, only recently that I begin to realize actually there's an underlying defilement, uh, which I didn't notice earlier. So I just wonder whether this is the subtle defilement, which we cannot see earlier, but as we continue the momentum of awareness, then it just pops up. สุรทุมีลาเรดะแมอสะบายมามะมิงเรดีหาโหตะดิอะเฉยะลาลุดีหาเต็งมวยเรอะโอกิเลตาลุเปียวมะลาเรอะกุมะตุดีจาระบอย
recognize for what it is that's something to rejoice about yeah he says here and here you are becoming so sad that you realize something (laughs) question is why am I angry over this thought because it's a wrong thought. Because you have the wrong view, you have the wrong information. You you understood it wrongly. See, Seattle has the right view, so he sees this as something to rejoice. You have the wrong view, so you see there's something to mourn. Up and down. Yeah, that's up and down. Seattle's always up. You're kind of looking from down just then. Yeah. Yeah, for every experience, Seattle says, we can have different views, right? Which one will we choose? Seattle, I want to share a little bit about sleep. Sleep? Yeah. I learned that all this while I've been sleeping with defilement. (laughs) (laughs) He says it's very definite that most of us sleep with our defilements. The first few days in the retreat, the mind was very clear because the momentum was there before coming and so on. And then the sleep amount was not a lot, but the mind was... Every time it wakes up at 4 something, 5, it was alert, it was clear, mindfulness was switched on. But then, so yesterday, from the sitting in the evening, started to notice there were a lot of planning mind, there were talking mind, and so on. And it ran for a while before the awareness could catch it. And even then, the awareness itself, it was not 100%. No, it was not very stable. So that carried on to sleep. And I noticed the the mind that actually went to sleep was a dull state mind. And and at the last time, I thought this was good because I'm going to get eight hours of sleep and I will wake up very well. Unfortunately, uh, even I woke up in the middle of the night, the mind that was noticed was also dull. And even this morning, when you woke up, it was not a... With enough sleep, uh, like what the scientists say, eight hours sleep. Uh, oh, it was much. a dull mind. Too much. Well, when you take that eight hours, the scientist, um, it, it was uh, like some random number. It wasn't scientifically. Oh, I want so the whole day meditation is four hours. It's our two So I realized I really, really now know that uh, basically yeah, when the mind sleeping with the defilement. <laughs> yeah. Defilement is when sleeping with defilement, uh, wake up with defilement, uh, mm. the whole day the mind is blur blur mind. Yeah. And so this is really a good lesson for me to to realize that uh, if the awareness is not continuous, the effect is blurness, you know. And even up till now, watching just continuously watching the mind, the, the blurness is only slowly, slowly lifting up. That imagine, I can just imagine how many years in my life uh, we've been... And I thought coffee helps, and I thought... <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 oh, the things we do to wake ourselves up. Yeah. So uh, I, I think this is a good lesson to learn that 
um, just being very clear with awareness and um, awareness with wisdom actually is a is a better thing than coffee la. yeah better than coffee oh coffee right. <laughs> coffee gives you heart palpitations <laughs> revs up your heartbeat <laughs> Good morning. I would like to share to my sitting. Nothing much happened, actually. So I was thinking, oh, maybe I lost the awareness. But then uh, yesterday I got a little bit cranky, so a little bit angry. And then I went through all the concepts, like awareness, and then uh, it solved. But then nothing, again, nothing much happened because everybody... Do you find meditation tiring? Um, no, I'm, I feel good. Okay. I feel fun. <laughs> I feel uh, fun will be over. Yes. Why do you call it fun? Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm so calm, relaxed, and I listen to the birds. So, so fun. But then I was thinking maybe I don't have too much thoughts. Uh-huh. Too much thoughts. So I thought maybe I don't have a mind. And everybody has objects and I don't have where's my object? (laughs) 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 So many like and then (laughs) So I was like thinking maybe I've lost my mind. Why why didn't you report in the other sessions? <laughs> no, because I just yesterday I got cranky and got angry and then oh I have a thought. So, <laughs> and then I, I I wanted to share like oh because at other session I couldn't think. I couldn't think a thought, so nothing to share. So <laughs> yesterday I got angry, so I <laughs> now I have to let go. <laughs> Sarah says the mind is not only thinking. Yeah, thinking is only one part of mind, right? So angry is mind, liking is mind, right? You, you want to do something is mind, you feel something is mind, you when you look at the when you hear sound, you know, sound is an object, right? Um, but that's not mind, that's uh, a rupa object, right? And and knowing sound. Knowing but the knowing is mind. Right? Paying attention awareness. Yeah. Paying attention awareness, right? Um, the urge to do something yeah, that's mind right so oh, many things that the mind does okay yeah. <laughs> yeah because you're looking for the thinking then you think that there's no mind <laughs> but if you don't have mind you cannot be aware right without the mind you won't know the sound without the mind you can't have fun <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah you had fun ไม่ตัวไอ้นี่ตัวซึนซาลุเมียโลเรอะจอตุเปียวโลเมียโลเมียนี่น้าทองน่ะจ้าวล่ะจ้าเรอะแต่ไม่ตัวตรุอายุเ
Okay. Sayadaw, this morning, um, while I was at, uh, meditating in the in the meditating hall, so I was um, closing my eyes and I know I was at the awareness. Someone dropped something very loud, but there was no startled uh, reaction. So, and I reflected if I would have opened my eyes and I see someone drop, the reaction would come. So I'm. I'm wondering whether is it because the awareness that of the hearing and the awareness of the seeing is different, that means the seeing awareness is probably weak because when I see something drop, the mind already perceives the sound and I get a shock. Whereas when I'm closing my eyes and the hearing comes, I stay very calm. My question is how do I work on this, um, how do I practice on the seeing awareness? Oh. You're just imagining that if you saw it, you would be more startled, right? You think that you would be more startled if you saw it. I will be startled. Usually that's what happened. Usually that's what happened. ตัวปုံมาสวยเนี่ยตัวเนี่ยสิเพื่อนเพื่อนทาลุตะคู่ปิ๊กจ่ามันติตัวลั่นตัดเด้อโอ้อาจารย์ปรอตัวเอาลุ
Sarah says when he got married he was just like calm, no fear <laughs> he was being mindful very mindful yeah, he just saw, seeing seeing, just knew that he was seeing all this but you know didn't like think too much about it yeah yeah, if the mind is always thinking of the people and all, then we get agitated. But if we are just watching our own mind and our own objects, then the mind is is more stable. Sayadaw, um, past two days, especially past two days, the the mind has been um, the awareness is aware of the thoughts most of the time and actually recognizing right thoughts and wrong thoughts mm. and um, this morning in the meditation sitting uh, the mind naturally or the thought of work came up and it's um, go back to the go, work go, going home with it. <laughs> okay, go back to work and immediately after that immediately another thought came up and says full time job is a yogi part time job is back there <laughs> So that was the thought that came up immediately when I thought about that work. Yeah. Full-time job for meditation. Full-time right? job is yogi. Yogi is your full-time job. Part-time job. Oh yes. How Back that home. Work? So that that was just the the thoughts that interferes. Right thought that interferes back the wrong thought. You know, at that moment. So that sort of bring back the awareness to the. Uh, present moment, you mm. know, instead of flying off. Yeah, that's right thought. Right thought directs the mind to the right object, to the right track again. That nature is right thought. It changes the direction of the train of thought to the right nature. Right? That's all I want to share this morning. Thank you, wisdom. <laughs> I have a question. The awareness of the mind that knows the object, is it uh, the awareness like a third party? Okay, the observing. Third party Yes. Yeah, you can say that. Can be fourth party also. Fourth, fifth party sometimes. Uh, myself, uh, awareness is uh, very good. I, I want to bring this awareness home every day, practice every moment. Uh, exactly this one for my improvement. Like Sally said, our body, one thing of fact is how do we do practice? How we practice? How to? How we practice? Thank you. His teacher always said something when he would leave the monastery. His teacher would always say, please continue practicing. Sado, I'm very, very, very grateful that uh, I have opportunity to come for this retreat because in this retreat, there's a lot of learning there's a lot of revision of the past understanding in uh, Mahasi method when I practiced that I didn't realize it's actually a type of learning and realization. And now in this retreat, 
I start to appreciate this practice more and I start to realize that being aware and with the right attitude, this thing works by itself, mm. meaning that um, coming of the mind, clearing of the mind, growing of the wisdom, taming of the mind, everything grows by itself and it's very strange that even the, the defilements, or I will say the mind, it will listen to the wisdom mind when the state of mind is calm and clear and wholesome. And um, the only thing that is lacking for me, I realized is that because of inconsistency, because in this retreat it shows me that the wisdom will grow more and more as I practice because it is a revision again and again and again, noticing it, realizing again, and that actually grows the whole practice. So for me, it's to take home is really dedication in practicing, and I'm very grateful that Sadok pointed something for me that clear uh, a habit of unwholesome habit that actually blocks in my practice, and that unwholesomeness is a tendency of the mind to mourn. Mourn means, oh, I cannot get this, I cannot get that. So when, when this mind comes up, because of Sadol's advice, the mind will see it as a door that I cannot go in and I should not go in. So it didn't follow this thought. And because of that, it tends to stay more with this observing mind and start to realize that that's a grounding for the mind is to be with the awareness all the time. And that will slowly wisdom grow by itself. And I am very, very grateful. อืมมาอจีเจกิเลบาบาเลสโรโฮมาพิกเคราวเอ่อบาเลอันดานะนําดาอันดานะอืมดะดีเบลโลโลบาเบพิพิโอมาพิกเคอะลามาพิกเคอ
suddenly I realize this is the mine. And I couldn't do investigation. There was nothing to investigate. It was just so quick, realizing my nature, the object was gone. <laughs> ตัวมะเนี่ยตะคุกุผิดต่อตูตะริธามิเลยตูเสกกะบาเลยสรอเอจ่องทามั้ยกูเปียตนาผิดอ่ะมะเนยูสรแสเสพิดแท้เลยพ
အခုတို့ပေးဖြင့်သူ့အကျိုးရှိမယ်အခုတို့ပေးဖြင့်သူ့အကျိုးရှိမယ်ဆိုတော့သူနည်းနည်းတော့ဟာကနည်းဖြစ
every day from early sunrise to evening sunset. So to search for this realization of truth to be liberated from samsara. Mm. Thank you so much. Sayadaw, um, um, can I ask a question about wisdom? The, it seems that in the book and in the teaching, it says that wisdom comes true, wisdom comes true. So, initiate. Uh, sorry, wisdom will reveal, will be, will arise. Will arise sorry. So actually, uh, sometimes, sometimes in layman, I did also have this perception wisdom will come true. You know, things like that, that it will arrive in here and things like that. But I start to see that um, actually all of us kind of have a, this pure nature because that's why we are struggling with all this suffering. And that's because it's just like we don't know what's wrong. So actually, deep down, we all know what's right. It's just that we've been covered by all these uh, defilements. Because I somehow find that the wisdom is not something that we are... Uh, it's not something to arrive to or what, but it is actually deep. It is actually in us. I don't know how to say but it's actually like in us. Because when we do something which is not wrong, that's why our life is full of regrets and guilts and all that. Because somehow we know that we are not doing the right thing. Is that true, uh, Sayadaw? เนาะตุเทนัญญังอภิลามะสรอดาเมอกุตุบโลมิเลสรอเสกะนกวาตุอตุอตันตันชินปิดาเสกะตุอตุอตันชินปิดาเออเออเราจองลูเรียโหดุ
fulfilled. The beginning does not come with path and fruition knowledge. That is not part of the makeup of the mind. Yeah, although the potential is present, but it doesn't. The mind doesn't have that understanding. Does not have it until it arises. So we got to practice a lot. Yeah, if we just leave the mind alone, delusion is always present. There was a monk in Burma once who would give these Dhamma talks where he would say that the mind is just the mind, so just let it be. You know, you don't have to do anything to the mind because that's his nature, right? Just let it be, like no need to, to work with the mind. And he was expelled from the sect. He was actually like uh, ostracized by the... Um, and, you know, maybe... And he was uh, given an injunction not to give, not to give Dharma talks. Yeah. He had the wrong ideology and so he was expelled from the sect. You can't just leave the mind alone. The mind on its own is full of delusion. If you could just leave the mind alone, then what's the point of bhavana? You would lose the meaning of bhavana, right? which is cultivation. You must cultivate the wholesome qualities of mind. When I was sitting, my body was doing this uh, stretching exercise and you told me that it's the mind intention to do that. But I cannot see the intention. I just noticed the, 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 like the, the moving. Oh. And, and also... Oh, do you not move? Do you prevent yourself from moving? Uh, I, I, well, actually, the... The second part is that because it's so comfortable, I don't want it to stop. Mm. Uh, <laughs> 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 so that's, you can see the intention. <laughs> when you don't want to stop, what does it mean? It means you want to move. That's yeah, right. The intention. <laughs> that's the intention. Yeah, so you know, Sarah says, when people have pain in sitting, some people start moving their leg and stuff like that, because when you move, it relieves the pain. And But they are not recognizing what's happening in the mind. They, they're moving the leg, and they think that the leg is moving by itself, but actually they're moving the leg because they don't want to experience pain. You know, look like they're moving, 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 moving. And then they're, they're noting moving, moving, but actually it's like, you know, they don't see the psychology that's happening, in the, the stuff in the mind. Shaking, 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 shaking. <laughs> so, don't do that. I have to don't stop follow. it. Yeah, yeah. I have to, like, forcefully stop it. You, you pay attention, you're aware, you haven't started moving yet, so there's nothing to stop. It is not to start moving. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When it has already happened. If, yeah, if you are aware, as Yaro says, you will know when you want to start moving, and you don't let yourself move, you stay still, you will see how strongly you want to move. You will see it. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yesterday, when when I was sharing about seeing, that I, when seeing the path and the trees, versus seeing a human being, it tends to have more chattering minds. Saido pointed out that 
It's not about the object, it's about the interest in the mind. So that pointing itself, uh, the mind become curious about seeing. And I noticed that more true is, it didn't want to see human beings because of a lot of wrongness in the mind about seeing. In the past, it has a lot of wrong ideas that uh, seeing will distract the mind, the mindfulness will be gone, and so on. And the practice was always to look down on the ground. So when seeing was being explored, all this wrong view was still at the back of the mind. And when it was noticed, it was like there was a holding back. Even though seeing was happening, there was a mind tension that holds back. Don't, don't see. <laughs> it was funny. Seeing is happening. It's like, don't see that clearly. Defilement will arise. Just by noticing the wrong views that was happening, this, this seeing suddenly become very free, very light. Even when you see things that defilement arise in the mind, now because of that holding on is gone, it's freely like with right attitude, wow, what else can be learned? And this little bit seems so little, but it was like, oh my God, it was holding it back for so long. Uh, I don't know how to express, but basically that well, you know. wrong view. Yep. Well, you know, Atomuma. ตัวเตนทาเรลิโหไม่ใช่อ่ะจีนตมาดีเปียดแต่ตะดีไม่ใช่อยู่รอบาโรสรอตู้เสกกะตะแกนะไอ้อยู่เรวสวยทาระตู
yeah, I see that force coming. I cannot control to finish my sentence, but my awareness is already there. So then it's passed. Should I regard it as just the moment that has passed and then collected my awareness here and that's all? And let that past be the past. Or later on, I should explore on all these things that is going on. Uh, I don't see the need to... To explore, so should I just leave it as what has been done? Has been done. What has happened? A mistake has been happening, and now my awareness is back again to myself. But if you need, to if leave, I need, you yeah, yes, correct. Uh, whatever that I feel that is necessary, and but sometimes I see that in this practice, certain things I need to bring it up. You know, like um, probably something that suddenly came to me and I said, hey, I'm thinking about some childhood issues or something. Hey, how come I haven't let go of this? Then I start to bring it in when I'm free, when I'm meditating. I bring it in to explore. Am I doing this right, Rasayado? Some reflection is necessary and helpful. Uh, for example, Seattle would always reflect at the end of the day in the initial period of, of practicing um, every day at home, you know, he would reflect on his day and when he was mindful, when he lost his mindfulness, to refresh his motivation and strategy. Like, how shall I deal with it tomorrow so that hopefully I can be more mindful? You know, how should, and, and con, you know, renew his determination to be mindful. But as, but as the awareness and the wisdom get stronger, when the practice has more momentum, the awareness and uh, wisdom get stronger, the reflections happen uh, more and more quickly. Yes, more and more automatically. Almost like as soon as the episode is over, the, the, the mind reflects the mistakes and the, uh, the, the, what is right and then determines how to take action for the next time. Yeah. Sayado. In the Buddhist canon, somewhere it was written saying that summer samadhi means first to fourth jhana. And then there are two types of yogis, one with the nature more towards samatha. So they finish the first to fourth jhana, then they do the vipassana. Another type of yogis, they will go ahead and do the vipassana, but they still have need to have certain level of samadhi. I don't know what's the Pali name. Yeah, Without any samadhi at all, can you practice? Yes. You can, Siado says. You can practice. Because when he was depressed, he had no samadhi at all. But he can start practicing. You can practice vipassana. If it's not possible to practice vipassana, then until now he would not have anything, because at that time he had no samadhi at all. So, yeah, he had not. He had. He did not have a stable mind, but he could be aware. Knowledge, Yeah, he only had knowledge of how to be aware. He knew. He knew what practice is like. He knew how to meditate. He had already done it so much. Yeah. So he used wisdom to start practicing, not samadhi. 
But at a fundamental level, but at a fundamental level, you cannot even pay attention to an object if there's no samadhi at a fundamental mental level. So there is samadhi there, but on a gross level, the mind is not feeling stable because it's depressed and agitated, right? Yeah, but you can practice, you can still be aware. You have enough samadhi to know something. Yeah. Don't worry about this. Don't worry about the terminology. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just just think about practicing, about being aware, right? In the beginning nobody's going to be expert right away, but we will learn about the practice through our own practice. The past few days after practicing, I noticed that whenever I see people, uh, basically over here, I don't know 95% of the people here, maybe just a few faces familiar. And I realized that when I see nowadays, the perception pop up based on my observation of people. We, we, don't, we don't talk, but every day when I see, I bump into people, I recognize the face and then the perception come out already. This kind of perception, I just want to check I need to regard it as not true. Is that the way? Or basically just notice the perception and then to check whether I like or I dislike a person based on that perception. And that's that. When you don't know somebody, also perception works. Perception works, perception okay. works whether you want it to or not. It's omnipresent. Yeah. And you see the person one day, you don't know. Next day, you know the person already. As in like... Because perception is working, right? Yeah, that's one of its functions. ตัวบาเปียวเลสเออเออตัวดิอาติญาอะโลโลเตโลตีบรออะเออมะโยวาวลาม่องโลตีญาติญาโลเตโลเบตีอะเมอโอเคเออตีญาติญาโลเตตี
If perception arises, uh, do we check the perception whether there's a like or dislike? You just check what, what, what else is going to happen. Right? You notice perception and then, and then, and then, and then. You just, what else are you aware of? The process is continuous. We just try to know as much about the process as we can as we go on. Sorry, you said you wedding, it reminds me of right seeing. Can I just check? Um, when you do, actually, I notice that right seeing, if I'm wrong, please correct me, but when we see, when you're not looking, there's no grasping and clinging that much. Hence, I mean, that's why I'm checking that when there's difference between seeing, as I find in my space, than looking. Like what I... I, I yes. Yes. I know, right seeing no, I'm saying when we see, when we are seeing. Sorry, so, okay, my my term. Um, when we are seeing, and when so we are looking. Right, right seeing. This is a right seeing. <laughs> sorry, when we are seeing, <laughs> and when we are looking, there's a difference. Like what we mentioned uh, the past interview. Yes. When does that? Is that why that uh, I start to, or maybe my practice is wrong? That when we see like that, and when I look, I realize that uh, even though I know what's going on, I don't have the details anymore. I used to be a very observant person, meaning to say I can remember who and who wears what and all that. One glance like that, and I will remember uh, what they're doing and all that. Now I find that uh, I, I don't really know what she's wearing. What and. No, it's not. ยายเนาะอินเนอะวอลลี่เซนเนาะเนาะเนาะเนาะเนาะเนาะเนาะเนาะเนาะเนาะเนาะเนาะเนาะเนาะเนาะเนาะเนาะเนาะเนาะเน